love, listen to me. Everything I've done, I've done to protect you. Hello and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar, one episode at a time. Today's episode is Zuko Alone. My name is Buddy Stark and I'm best known as the third man to walk on the moon. That's just a lie. Yeah, I know, but no one remembers the third guy, so I can get away with it. The third guy was... You're never going to get it. No, you're right. Pete Conrad. That's rude. So not Buddy. I knew it. I was just seeing if you actually knew I mean, it. I mean me. It was me. I don't think you should just lie. <laughs> yeah, when I said I'm best known for blessing the rains down in Africa. <laughs> it was legit. He is known for you... that. That's fair. I'm Hannah, and I'm known for being sick. Nice. Uh, well, it's I'm... true, at least. <clears throat> Woo! Uh, my name's Noah, and I am best known for rocking the cash bar. Oh. Is that what that is? Cash buh? Yeah, that's how you say it. What is a cash buh? I don't know. I also don't know. Noah, you rock it, has... so surely you know. But I rock it. I don't have to, like, understand <laughs> the intricacies of a cash buh. <laughs> I just rock the cash buh. That's a song, right? Cherie, don't like it. Don't, don't, don't. Rock I guess so. the cash buh. Who rock does it? the cash buh. Who does yeah? it? I have no idea. The Clash. Oh. The same guys who do. Should I stay or should I go? Lots of hits. That's in Stranger Things. Really? So yeah, that's the song that he keeps singing, that he and his brother, uh, Will and his brother, listen to. Oh, that's nice. And then when he's like huddling in the cold and he's like freezing, you can hear him go, "If I stay, there will be." And you're just like, "Oh no." <laughs> oh, that's not funny. That's sad. Uh, oh, that's oh boy. Funny. No spoilers though. On that, this is not a Stranger Things podcast. Yeah. All right. So how about a recap? How about we do that? How about we do a recap? And I'm going first. Okay, Hannah, do you want to go second or you want to go third? Third. We open with Zuko <laughs> on his stolen ostrich horse. He's riding and he's really tired, but he comes across a family. I said third. Oh, shoot. Uh, and then um, he buys some seed. They gave him food, I think, oh. and he does work for them. Yeah, Noah pointed out he goes into town first and he meets these, like, earthbending bully guys. Oh, uh, right. And they pick on him, but he... I was trying to pick up where you But he stands up to them and he's all like, Ugh, and they're like, fine, not worth the fight. And so then they go to the farm. And then they give him food and he works for them. Uh, and he's like, he stays overnight. The kid steals his two swords uh, and practices with him. Zuko helps the kid out, gives him a little knife. And uh, tells him about how the swords are like one instead of two swords. That's just one sword. <laughs> sword. Sword. <laughs> uh, we, get a, we get a flashback to young Zuko and oh, his yeah. family life and... And we find out that his sister was always a jerk and psychotic, always even crazy. from a young age. But oh. we get to see his mom, and she's really nice. And, uh, yeah, that's like the gist. Lots of betrayal back in the past. You've got uh, uh, King or Fire Lord Ozai trying to take the throne from his brother. Before he was Fire Lord Ozai. Right. right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that happens. And, <laughs> and then... then um, 
I don't remember. I'm not good at recaps. We'll cut back. Uh, Zuko uh, goes to town to help uh, to try and fight those guys off because they're doing more bad stuff. And so while they're fighting, um, he accidentally bends fire. Not accidentally. He chooses to bend fire. Oh, yeah. And fire they're like, we hate you, even though he just saved them. And he tried to give his knife back to that kid. And they just ran away from him. And they're like, get out of here, Zuko. Yeah. You're the worst. Is yeah. that it? I don't know. That didn't... Podcast listeners, I'm not going to be all shiny and sparkly tonight. What? I am Having said that, even if she was shiny and sparkly, you wouldn't know because it's a podcast? I mean, in my voice, (laughs) you know what I meant. How many cabbages do we want to give this episode? Um, I will give it a 3.25. Wow, that's low. Yeah. Buddy? I'm going to say 3.75. Wow. I can't believe I was the highest. Where are you at, kid? 3.8. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's... But that that's, seems dumb. The same ballpark as me. I think I thought you guys would like it more. Oh, I mean, 3.75, I think, is a solid score. It's, like, fine, but it's not great. So I was I was leaning towards 3.5, and I don't know. Were just you? when I was... I did my gut instinct, and I was like, no, 3.25. That's what I'm thinking. That's not my gut instinct. That was after thinking about it. I don't know why I said gut instinct. That's like the opposite of gut instinct. (laughs) Um, No, so I actually, I did not like this episode as much as I normally do. And so it wasn't so much that I don't like this episode. Like, I'm guessing my score will change by the time we get to the end of recording. But uh, I I found myself a little more bored than I normally am watching this episode. I was also bored. If we could include subtext, which I'm not including in my rating, which is just a personal choice. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be at a solid four. I don't know what that means. We'll get there. Oh. Uh, he's saying if he, the, this episode had subtitles, <laughs> he would give it a four. Especially if they were in like uh, Mandarin uh, or Russian, then then it'd be a four. Or, or Fire Nation. Or Fire Russian. Nation. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we're on to general thoughts. Is that fair? Yeah. I enjoyed kind of at the beginning of this episode that Zuko clearly didn't know how to hammer nails. Because I didn't even notice <laughs> yeah. that. he's got like 12 nails in his one shingle Maybe and I they're like all buckled and weird. Well, the thing that I liked about it, though, is that, you know, Zuko is not an incapable person. Like he's not known as like the clumsy, weird loser. Yeah, but he's but, also not like blue Exactly. Z- Zuko, he was raised in a palace and he knows he's got a lot of skills that he learned, but they wouldn't be. Handy. Yeah, they wouldn't be like manual labor skills. So I like that they thought to. Like, he sucks at hammering nails. Yeah. Which I, I enjoyed it. He's a cool cat. He is a cool cat. He's the kind of character I would have had a crush on if I were a child. I absolutely believe that. Why? Uh, Rufio. Ooh, I do not like Rufio. Oh, right. That was the one, like, weird thing that you didn't... You All the girls had a crush on Rufio except for you. I did not the... find Rufio attractive at all. Racist. What, bud? There was a character like Zuko, though, that you did have a crush on. Probably lots. I love the silent reform. She bad likes the boy type. she likes the dark. I mean, silent bad boys. Yeah. I mean, there's Dimitri, but he doesn't really fit that. Oh, Dimitri. Quite so perfectly. No, he's not oh. really a bad boy. He's just the greatest human being who never <laughs> lived. Anastasia. Anastasia. Yeah. Anyway, I was watching this. That's because she loves John Cusack. I don't though. Although I did go see. He was your face. favorite. In That's the true. I forgot about that. Who's Maybe John I do Cusack? love John. He plays Dimitri. I mean, I got that, but like, I'm trying to. No, well, what else is John Cusack in? Uh, he is I don't actually John know. Cusack's brother. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He's in Say Anything, that classic 80s movie. He's also in... No, what's the movie about them being dead? Do you remember we watched that? Dang it. 1408? No, 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 no. It's an 80s movie. Oh, look it up. It's not Zombies better off dead, I see dead people? No. Oh, you guys... The six, oh, The Sixth Sense, yes. You guys are the worst. <laughs> we watched it in high school, and we just thought it was so funny. Anyway, I don't know what you would know John Cusack from. That's cool. I was like, just probably trying to nothing. Know. Yeah, probably nothing. Well, he's Dimitri. Um, he was in 1408. That doesn't help us. You already said that. Got it. Um, he was in Eight Men Out. <laughs> I'm surprised we can't think of anything else. He's very famous. He was in Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> I Do actually they saw it that Cusack movie. Cusack sometimes. What are we saying? Cusack. No, Cusack. Oh. Wait. It's Cossack. No, how do you say it? Cossack. <laughs> Cossack. <laughs> I think it's Cusack. I think but it's, it's Joey like people Stoshek. who say coupon and people who say coupon. <laughs> who says coupon? <laughs> Buddy, do you I do Nazis. it? I don't know. In your stupid Illinois coupon, accent? He does coupon. say coupon, I think. I might. It's coupon, coupon like a coup d'etat. It's a coupon. coupon. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, know, like a I coup d'etat. I think I do say coupon. Ugh, how backwards oh, bread are you? <laughs> You son of a cabbage. <laughs> Coupon. I remember when someone said that to me and I was like, excuse me? I Take that back, you cabbages! <laughs> anyway, so I was watching this and he was like hammering badly <laughs> and mentoring that young child. And I was like, oh, younger Hannah would have fallen for this man. <laughs> Buddy, do you think that you have some silent reformed bad boy in you? Oh, yeah. Is that why I Hands fell down. for you? All the time. Although yeah, like you when know he had how his ponytail? you use a hammer. But he had a ponytail. I don't think I ever had a ponytail. I had long he hair had a for mohawk. a while. Yeah. But I don't think it was ever okay. long enough to be a ponytail. Then you all lied to me because someone told me that Buddy had a ponytail. Well, it sounds like something you would just make up. So eventually the mohawk oh. got long enough when I was in high school that I did have to tie it back sometimes. That's a ponytail. Yeah. But like when you think <laughs> ponytail, you know, like, it was never. Did you look like Zuko? A little, I guess. Oh my gosh! Just burn his face, and then you got him. That's it, why uh, I like him. Like it was, it like at most, it was like three or four inches long in it. Like it wasn't like Ugh. a yeah. <laughs> yeah, seventeen-year-olds aren't smart things. They're not smart. People. I refuse to look at any pictures. Buddy's mom once was like, "I have pictures," and I was like, "No, thank you." Why would I want that? <laughs> I want to stay married to Buddy. <laughs> anyway, this has um, been fun ripping on Buddy. We could rip on Noah I, in high school. I was great in high school. No, it was actually a lot cooler in high school than he is now, so. (laughs) I ripped it the other way. (laughs) Yeah, all that teenage angst. I'm just teasing. Yeah, I mean, no one's cool in high school. It's just. Actually, there's a lot of cool people in high school. I was so cool in high school. Noah was pretty cool. He played sports. He had a hot girlfriend who he married. And he was a musician. And he didn't get good grades, but. He was, I got okay grades. Yeah, they were fine. Was I cool I in high school, Noah? Oh, yeah. That sounded like a lie. She was in the show choir. Oh, no. And the musical. You're right. It's not looking so cool. And orchestra. It's true. I was very musical. And all the smart people classes. That's also true. <laughs> the only sport I played was she tennis, was which is known as one of the most posh. She was summa cum laude, which we know is where all the cool people is. Actually, embarrassingly enough, in high school, I only graduated cum laude. Oh, you were so pissed about that, I remember. It was very embarrassing. Yeah, me too. 
But I did date people, so there's that. We're not going to talk about the fact that I definitely was not cum laude. <laughs> I chose to ignore it. So, um, for those of us that watched uh, the first episode of season two, okay, we get a callback to the dagger that he cut his hair off with in the Avatar state. That's what he used? Yep. Wait. Yep. That's In the Avatar state? That's the name that's of the, the episode. episode. Oh, I was like, when is Zuko ever in the Avatar state? <laughs> okay, that makes sense. You know. It's when he defeats the Fire Lord with the help of Grand Grand. He really shouldn't give that knife away. It's from Uncle Iroh. Yeah, that's kind of cold. Although, it belonged to the Earth Kingdom originally, and that's he's true. trying to return it to Earth Kingdom people. That's true. So I think that's, that's the rationale. That's kind of nice. Yeah. I yeah, about that. he's a good guy. <sighs> I liked the family in general. I thought they were all really interesting little side characters. I thought that it was funny that the kid kept asking him questions, and his dad's like, stop asking him questions. And I'm thinking... This is Maybe a you should ask more questions about a random stranger hanging around your wife and child. Who has a huge scar on his face. Also, don't you think, like... No, no Hannah, don't judge a book by its cover. No, no, no. I'm not saying that's bad, but I'm saying, like, Zuko was the prince. Don't you feel like a scar like that would be pretty legendary? Wouldn't he be, like, so easily identifiable? Yeah, uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Okay. How about Child Azula, who's, like... She's awesome. The devil. Oh my God. She's what just as cunning mean? even back then with like the whole apple plan where she clearly like, she's like, you shoot off the person's head like this. And she intentionally just lit it on fire. No, she's crazy. And oh man. She is a nutbag. She's messed bag. up. Messed up. So I was actually going to say, um, it was almost my high. So I'm just going to talk about it now. I like the stuff with Azula in it because it kind of just furthers this idea that she's absolutely nuts. And she's just nuts. absolutely, like even as a kid. Um, she's more um, sociopathic than most children, which, let's be honest, most children are sociopaths. That's true. True they don't, enough. They haven't developed, like, the ability to empathize. She is really crazy. But she's really way worse. Yeah. I mean, because, like, Zuko, I think we would say is a good kid, but, like, he threw the rock at that. Um, but he did duckling? it because Azula does it. He said, what? do you want to see how Azula feeds the ducks? Yeah. I'm but just like, saying. So, like, he did it because his... Wait, who's older? It's Azula, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Zuko still traveling on that ostrich horse that he stole? <laughs> oh, I know. When it opened with that ostrich horse, I was like, you jerk. You I laughed out loud because I thought people. about you. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, buddy's got to be so mad right now. Yep. Uh, this is the first time we see Zuko's mother. Yes. Uh-huh. She's pretty awesome. The family dynamics make zero sense to me. That relationship? Every relationship in this family is my low, so I guess I'll save it. (laughs) It was a forced marriage. Right. Oh, they said that? Not in the episode. So this is that's some of the subtext that I'm talking about. Like with some background knowledge, this episode's a lot cooler than just. What are you gonna talk about it? Is is that part of your high or Does it come up later? Uh, well, and we might as well get into it now. So, I uh, this is the first time I bothered to look up Ursa, which is Ursa is um, Ursa Major. We know. No, Ursa <laughs> is Zuko's mom. Yeah, that's I know. Her, that's her name. Okay. They said it. Okay. So, <laughs> Ursula. No, yep. Ursa. Zuko was birthed by a weird octopus. They should have named her like Zula or something. Okay. So uh, what we know in this what we know in this story is that. Azula comes in after Ozai suggests that yes. he become the Fire Lord. And Azula says, 
Dad's going to kill you. Dad's going to kill you. Grandpa just told him to. And typically, I've always watched that as Azula being a creepy weirdo. And I don't. I didn't think it would actually happen. Right, because Zuko says Azula always lies. Right. Well, in this case, she's not lying. What do you mean? You're just making stuff up. I am not. Yes, you are. So, no, that's... Con- well, go ahead. <laughs> so in the in the comic that I have not read... I don't for- count this as canon. Okay, but... well, but Okay, but the creators count it as canon. But- so like it's canon. Well, not just that, but it explains a lot. So, like, it explains why she ran away and everything, or why, why his mom disappeared. So we know that Azula says that he's gonna, she's gonna kill, or his dad, dad's gonna kill him, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then we see that the the mom shows up one night and says, "Everything I've done, I've done for you." And yeah. then suddenly she's gone. And then Fire Lord uh, Azulon dies mysteriously. He's murdered. Right. So what happens? This is amazing. I know. And this is why it's a four if you can include all this stuff. You that can't. You this is bull. See. Well, again, they why put, we didn't include it. I'm just saying they should have put this in the show if it was so cool. I agree. It, it should be in the show. So the story goes. She traded her life for his. No. Oh, that would have been cool. She, she agreed. I mean, kind of. Well, I mean, kind of, but it's not like she died. I knew it. She agreed <laughs> to poison Fire Lord Azulon. Cabbages! Oops, so that, sorry. so that <laughs> Ozai didn't have to kill Zuko. Wow! But Ozai was afraid that after all this was done, she would tell Ursa would poison Ozai as well. So Ozai said, "You can do this as long as you also leave, so I don't have to worry about you poisoning me in my sleep." That's just like so much to just leave. That's just weird to me. It's, that it's they a, would just leave it out of right. The it's show. a lot to leave out. But if you watch this episode with that knowledge. This whole thing makes so much more sense. All those scenes... I like the mystery. With Zuko. Sure. I mean, it was fun a lot, but I really enjoyed having that backstory as I watched it this time. But it doesn't help. Zuko doesn't know what happened. No. No. But it makes for a more compelling story for the audience. Well, and it further solidifies the fact that um, Ozai is an evil, awful person. Like, if you you weren't already... But they're all evil, awful people. If you weren't already understanding that... It's just so evident by that fact that like he was gonna kill his, you know, his child. It's right. Time to do my low. And it, it also because I had written in my notes before I had like done all this like reading and stuff. I had written in my notes that apparently Azulon wasn't crazy like Ozai and Azula were because I didn't know at the time that he actually ordered Ozai to kill Zuko. I just saw that okay, Ozai tried to usurp Iroh. And Azulon was like, are you kidding me? In this hour of his darkest moment, you want to do that? But it sounds and it's like, like he is crazy. Well, but if you don't know that his suggestion was to kill Zuko, then he's not crazy. He's like, this is my son. He's already mourning the loss of his son. But we and knew now that you... he did suggest that. But he didn't, though. He didn't suggest that Ozai kill Zuko? No, but when I was watching it, I didn't know that. Oh, see, I just assumed Azula was telling the truth. Well, I, the the whole Azula always lies thing. I guess that's true. It to me, it was just like that's possible. Yeah, but I never believed it. I, I always oh. thought that Azula was just making stuff up. Gotcha. And so all I knew was that Azulon was like, "I'm not doing that to Iroh." Okay. So so it, it came across to me like Azulon was like a. Re- I mean, like obviously not great because he's still waging this war, but at least he had some kind of morals. But then when I found out, like 
he wants Ozai to kill his kid. It's like, man, everyone in this family. But that's my low, because how would Uncle Iroh turn out normal? How would Zuko be normal? Well, Why mean, wouldn't they all be sociopaths? Well, I, I don't think that if there's a high chance of sociopathy in a family, I don't I'm think just saying, everyone's going to be. No, but the way that you act is learned behavior. And I just don't see Iroh turning out to be such a great person if he was raised by a father who's willing to sacrifice his own grandson. Diamond it's in the rough. Crazy. No, did we lose you? No. Okay. <laughs> you guys are just saying some good stuff. I don't wanna Hey, so just out of curiosity, um, how much of this do we find out in the show? Because there's some stuff we find out um in the Eclipse episode, part two. Yeah, I so you know, I've seen this three or four times and this <clears throat> is the first time I've bothered to actually go through and then like read about his mom. Which of the stuff mm-hmm. do we we find out she's alive? But that's all I remember. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure. I'm pretty sure the only thing that we find out is that she's alive. Okay, so I feel like doesn't the Fire Lord say something about her being treasonous? Yes. Yeah, you're so you're treasonous. So mother. some of it is outlined. They maybe they don't go into the details, but Not like, we all. understand Why can't that. Ozai just poisoned. Well, and so again, like with it, since I didn't know the background, when Ozai said you're treasonous, mother, I always took that with a grain of salt because like what Ozai considers treasonous okay, is fair. pretty low fruit, I think. Did you not wait? So did you not know this stuff already? No, because I mean, if you watch the show, you don't get any of that. Wow, buddy. Yeah, that's shocking. That's shocking to me. Because like I'm saying, I never read that comic. Wow. What are you doing? Go read that comic. And the show doesn't go into any of it. I mean, Maybe there's it's there's no it's way too to dark for kiddos. It might be. There's no way to grasp any of that within just the confines of the show. The episode is called Zuko Alone, and uh, there's an episode in Korra called Korra Alone. That they named after this one as a nod to this episode. It's cool. I I don't know. I I did like this episode a lot. It kind of had that um I don't know that that like western feel of like a gunslinger coming into the town, and he's an outsider and he's lonely, but he you know protects the people from the bad bad crew that's running the town. You know what I mean? It just felt like a Clint Eastwood movie. And yeah. I, I liked that a lot. Yeah. I like how they never show Fire Lord Ozai's. This is the closest they come. It's so terrifying. Until, until they do later on. It's so interesting. They show everybody else. but They show, I mean, little by little, they show you more and more of Ozai until you finally get to see his face. But like the very the very first thing you see of him is just a silhouette. Is it Mark <laughs> Hamill in this episode even? Mark Hamill voices him every time. It's just crazy that they got him. Like, he didn't have very many lines in this episode. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's cool, though. It's awesome. This is the episode that we find out that uh, Iroh's son dies oh. in the Battle of Ba Sing Se, Lutin. Yes. I wonder why he doesn't have a cool Z name. Hmm. Iroh doesn't either. But oh, excuse me. It always seemed weird to me. Yeah, and that's uh, one of the reasons that he stopped uh, the siege on Ba Sing Se. I'd like, I, I that like does the, seem like a poor military tactic. The interesting backstory. What? To stop? To just, just stop because your son died? Yeah, well, so clearly he's like. I mean, that's why he, you know, got demoted. Right, that's why he got. I wonder well, if Iro cares. Kind of. Like, if he ever like, you know, he was old, and he was like it was assumed to be the Fire Lord all this time. I wonder if he cared at all. In this episode, they make it seem like he left Bossing Say solely because his son died. In season one, they had another conversation. He and Admiral uh, Zhao had a conversation like this where Iroh explains that, like, 
you know, we had been away from home for 300 and some days. My men were tired. I was tired. We were ready to go home. So it probably was a little more than just his son dying. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I'm, I'm assuming at this point that, I mean, Ozai is definitely probably exaggerating. And the other person we hear say that is Azula, and she gets her information from her father. So, right. like, in my mind, you know, he wants to take Iroh's spot as the Fire Lord, so he's definitely going to be like, oh, yeah, and he's just leaving because, you know, his son died. Right. Right. Um, so I think it's entirely possible that it's more the former rather than the latter. Or just, you know, a combination. I mean, it could be both. Right. The, the former being what he said in season one. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not saying like he, I'm not saying the other one didn't have any effect. I just sure. I think it yeah. was probably both of those things. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Do you want me to take it from it's the title of Fire Lord? No, Mace no, is chewing a pop bottle here. and he's so happy and it makes it's me so happy, good. but it's really loud. Good boy, bud. Get that bottle. Did we all notice that Azula's childhood fire is still orange? Yes. Is her fire always blue as an adult? I thought she had to choose for it to be blue. I think we only see blue I, fire. I yeah. don't think we ever see her do orange fire. I like that we saw May and what her name is. Oh, Kylie. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, thinking about it, they explain that because they talk about how Azula's blue fire is fueled by pure hatred, and that's why it's blue. It's like oh, way hotter. Yeah. yeah. Like as opposed to most firebenders who aren't psychopaths. They so uh, fuel it with, I forget exactly what, with, but but with Love. various other things, yeah. <laughs> um, and she fuels it, fuels it with like just pure cold hatred, and like so that's why it's blue. See, that's I just don't know like anything about. I don't even know if it's sociopathy or psychopathy, psychopathy. But like their whole family's crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> like I just don't understand it. How do you get like this? I don't. You get written into a story. Oh, fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, let me ask you a question. Ask away, good sir. This isn't a goof. This is a question. So, the episode during Azulan's um, funeral, it talked about how he ruled for 23 years. He's the son of Sozin, right? Yeah. It's not that long, is it? Right. I mean, so Aang's been in in the... Yeah. Ice for maybe he's years. the grandson. He of was Sosa. twelve years old, so we're talking one hundred and twelve years since Roku's death. Like no, because he's definitely because um, Zuko's great grandfather is definitely Sozin. Oh, okay, right. Like that—that's absolutely that is fact. So, like, how long did he live for? Let's let's say he starts the war. Do we know how old Sozin was when, like, when Roku died? He's the died? same age as Roku. They were the oh, s- for real? They were the same. Oh, yeah. Well, they then, were, yeah. Remember, they grew up together as friends. Yeah. I don't remember so, like, any of this. So, Classic. yeah, he had to live to be, like, 160. Right, just for him to... Which I thought he was, like, Probably. just over 100 when he died. Yeah. So, I, I, saw, I heard that, and I was like, that doesn't... That math doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Maybe someone else hold. ruled between them, like, maybe... Azulon's older brother ruled till he died or something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We're skeptical cat is skeptical. Let me tell you. Uh, did you guys notice that the doll <laughs> he gives Azula looks like Toph? Yeah. I that love her laugh. reaction. And I love yeah. how he doesn't know them at all. Yeah. Right. Or he does and he just hates Azula so much. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? I like Azula. Right, but don't you like her as a villain? Like, you don't actually like her. Yeah, that's true. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I like Fire Lord Ozai, but I don't, you know, I don't He's like crazy. him. I don't want to sit on the table with him. He was able like to just him. murder his pops. Do you think 
Ozai was motivated at all to save his son? Like, do you think that if Azulon had just said, no, you're stupid, but that was it, do you think he would have gone so far as to murder him? Or do you think it was completely, like, either way, since he said no to him, he was going to murder him? I think he was going to murder him either way. I okay. think that just the opportunity presented himself. I think he was going to continue to try and find a way to become Fire Lord. I just thought he wanted to be Fire Lord, but maybe also there was a slight part of him that wanted to protect his son. Probably not, considering he burned him in the face, but it was, was kind of interesting him. to me. Like I was like, would he have gone to such crazy, murdery lengths? Who knows? I liked the part where Ursa talks to Zuko, and she's like... Just remember that you're someone who um, keeps fighting even though it's hard. Uh, and it kind of reminded me of when he was talking to Aang in the finale of season one. And he's like, I always had to, you know, I always had to struggle to to fight. And that's like what made me so strong. I just, it reminded Wait, didn't me. Didn't they of, play that in the recap at the beginning of the episode? Yeah, that's why, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's why I did. I wouldn't have made that connection otherwise. That's cool. Um, but I just liked that, that symmetry. Yeah, he's a cool kid. Yeah, I mean, that's why Zuko's my second favorite character. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to move on to highs and lows. Sounds good. Okay, does anyone care to start? I will start. All right. This isn't a low. I just remember we never talked about, we never stated the obvious fact, which is this is the like the only episode in the whole franchise where Team Avatar is not in yeah, it at all. Yep. The ending. So my low is after Zuko beats the Earthbender and reveals his identity, that dude in the crowd is like, yeah, they, Zuko, they, his dad burned him. And talks about all that stuff. Right. Um, but like. His crew didn't know. His crew didn't know. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Some rando in the Earth Kingdom. <laughs> they keep doing this. that Because in the storm, they're like, it is implied that it's not publicly known. But there's an, there are a couple times where. I didn't know that. They talk about it and people seem to know about it. And it's right. like, how do his own people in his own country not know? Yeah. And like the Earth Kingdom people know. And the that people doesn't living make on a boat sense. with him don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So that I think this is going to be the second time I've mentioned it, but that bugs me every single time because that's a cool plot point in the storm that they don't know. And that way they can explain it to to the crew. It's a good way to, you know, do some exposition, but But it's just frustrating because they don't stick to that. He's got his wily ways. Maybe he has spies (sighs) finding out his info. Milo was. Yeah. yeah, Sorry. Was uh, that Ozai seemingly and it's totally possible that it just happens off screen but seemingly becomes fire lord without like any questions being raised <laughs> yeah like i know that iro later yeah. mentions that uh he didn't want to fight it because history would see it as one brother seizing power from another but i'm not even talking about from iro just they like just, the leaders all of a yeah, sudden they're like okay. they just casually mention that and as his dying wish that no one heard and also his wife can't back up because she's gone too uh was that he become fire lord so i guess that's what we're doing yeah like i just didn't buy that that was so easy and because there's no witnesses to this so 
I didn't care for that. Didn't no, buy that's, it. That's legit. Hannah? Your guys' were, like, legitimate lows. Uh, mine was just that, like, I know she's crazy. Either a psycho or socio. I don't know which one. But there was, like, no love between Ursa and her daughter. Like, the mother toward the daughter. Yeah. She was just like, I don't know what's wrong with that girl. Right. And, like, obviously Azula's terrible. Right. But, like, you gave birth to this child and you had a hand in raising her. Which I know was probably really hard because she was raised by Ozai and Azulon. But I just thought there would... I I don't know. I'm probably really sheltered living the way I did. But I've never known a parent to just, like, so openly be apathetic about their own child. Yeah. That's so the family dynamics too. in that were kind of weird. I, For me, that was a little better this time just because... I remembered her saying that in front of Zuko. Like, Mommy always liked you better or something? Well, I, I remembered her saying, what's wrong with that child while Zuko was standing there? I know, which I think is so Well, but weird. that didn't happen. Like, Zuko oh. wasn't there. Like, she said it, and oh. it's still terrible. But in my memory, Zuko was standing next to her, and that's not the case. So at least that's that a little child. better. Yeah. It, it's fine. It's just they clearly indicate, and I think they're trying to make her a good character versus a bad right, character. Exactly. Like, oh, she knows Azula's crazy. But it's like, yeah. she's her mother. Right. <laughs> so it's just interesting to see. And maybe I've never had children, and I've never been in a forced marriage. So maybe the dynamics <laughs> there are different. But... I don't imagine so in most cases. I think they could have showed her being saddened about who Azula is right? without being, like, so dismissive of her. Anyway. I feel like there's something... I don't know. I have a memory of a scene of Ursa and Azula talking. And Azula's freaking out because, like... Her mom didn't love her as much. Is it when Azula goes crazy? Does she maybe have like a hallucination or something? No, I think. I think. Go ahead, Noah. Go ahead, buddy. No, no, no go ahead. I think it's um, the episode right before Ember Island Players when they're all on the island together, um, and Zuko and Azula are like in that little club together, and mm -hmm. they're rim or maybe it's actually it's not before, but but it's it's the island or whatever they call it. Um, and they're all hanging out together, and they're reminiscing about their like their past. And I think that's when we see that moment with Azula and her mom. Which would make a person okay. crazy if yeah. they always felt like their mom thought they were evil. Uh, but I think you're right, No, I think that comes up. That's interesting. Well, I'm okay. excited to see how that plays out because I liked Ursa, and then I was like, girl, you need some parenting skills. <laughs> no, okay. you're high? So my high, for the first time watching it or the 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 first for the person that's watching it for the first time um this idea that iroh got his uh role taken from him is pretty i don't know i think that's a that's a big shocker like i feel like that'd be really cool i don't remember yep. watching this for the yeah, first time yeah i think but i actually is this what? is this when we found out so like up until now yeah. we just assumed he's like the yeah. younger brother right. or something right well and so he, i think he said and referring to Ozai before, I think he has said my younger brother. Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure it was right when Azula was going to capture them. And I think he said something like to Zuko, um, my younger brother has never been known for patience or something like that. I, 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 something along those lines. So I think we know where he is at in terms of the age at this point. But I think it's interesting because now we finally know why 
Ozai is the Fire Lord, not him. Because most things about age is still in this time. So, like, the oldest would be king. Yeah. Typically. So, I just, I think that's really cool. This, um, the backstory for Iroh and, and, uh, even though he's not really in the episode, I think it's a, it, it sets the stage better for him. I think my high is just going to be, I really enjoy, I, I know I like this episode. Uh, like even going in, you know, sometimes like I know I'm going into an episode, I'm like, all right, this one's terrible and we're going to get through it. And going into this one, I just know that I like it because I always remember that it's a Zuko-centered episode and it does mm-hmm. a good job of like getting some exposition on Zuko's character. And I just enjoy that aspect of this episode that we get to get to kind of explore Zuko a little bit. Yeah. Um, and for the second or third time so far, see him as more than just the villain that's chasing Aang. Yeah. Uh, my high is kind of similar. I like the ending. I like the realism of it, of them rejecting him, even after he saved them. Because I think it's just, um, like, it's just impossible sometimes to separate people from labels, especially when you've been hurt by them. And it just goes to show, like, probably why Zuko retreats into himself more and more when he's always treated like that for just being part of the fire nation so it was like such a bummer you're like you guys are jerks but i think it's pretty realistic does that make sense yeah, yeah especially no, that makes a lot of sense. yeah especially once they realize he's the prince right yeah because like even though he's been hurt by the fire nation too yeah all they see him as is a symbol right of the pain that they've been going through yeah it just feels really real because i know that there's probably like I don't know necessarily what it would be, but I'm sure there's people in each of our own lives who, like, they could save us, and then we'd be like, ugh, you should have let me die. <laughs> well, it's, I, I, we've talked about it a lot. It's not unlike the internment camps with the Japanese, you know, where um, we were in World War II after Pearl Harbor and yeah. getting bombed by the right. Japanese army. And they like, did literally nothing. And, well, and most of them left Japan to come because here. it. Yeah, to come here. Yeah, like, and they considered they themselves weren't. American because they were American. Exactly. So yeah, um, that's true. It's that same sort of concept where, especially in, in wartime, and I think growing up in a, a world that doesn't really operate on the same level in terms of wars, um, nation versus nation, yeah. um, I think it's harder for us to understand that. Yeah, that's true. And I know things are often. I mean, always more complicated in times of war and violence. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It was just sad to see. It was a bummer, you know, of course, to see him be the good guy and get treated like poop. But you're right. It was super realistic for Very what would probably happen. Yeah. So. And nice one, Hannah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the squad right. <laughs> Anyone care to change their rating? No. Yes, I will bump it up to a 3.5. Nice. Now we're all within the point zero five. Nope. Point five. Nope. Point three. <laughs> what? You said three point eight, so we're all within point three of each other. But I meant we're within three point five to four. Gotcha. We're gotcha. all in the same point five. Gotcha. I see. Oh goodness, math gets me once again. Let's see if. I can't do it. If you want to get in touch with us. <laughs> Put out an air horn, and we'll hear. We'll it. hear it. Uh, if you if you <laughs> air horn three times, and <laughs> say, there's, the no like, eh, eh, there's no place like there's no place like 
That was a third time. Oz joke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then uh, email us at starkfriendspodcasts uh, G- Stark at gmail.com. You know what, buddy? I, I love that you're putting effort into that. Me too. I love that you always say that, even it's though coming. no one wants to email us. W- one yeah, day. Nobody ever wants Some to email us. Some 55-year-old is going to figure out what a podcast oh, is, and he's going to be like, I have an email address. Guys, if you want to make our lives, just please send us an email. Say, just a little email saying, oh, hey, good job. Say, Here's a little sticker for you. Hannah, even though you're sick, you sparkle and shine. Why are you singing that song? Uh, I don't know, because Buddy's all by himself in his email. <laughs> What else you got? Um, so you can contact us on Twitter. That's where the most interaction has been happening as of late because yeah. y'all are hopping. Hopping. Um, I'm going to implement something new. Ooh. I'm going to ask y'all a question. And I want people to respond on Twitter yes. just so they can interact with us. Yes. Nice. Um, so we'll start off with kind of a lofty beach ball. Okay. Um, I want to hear, you know, you every week you guys hear us talk about what our favorite parts were. Yeah. Were. War are. Um, I want y'all who follow us on Twitter to um, comment at us and tell us what your favorite part of this episode. Yes, was. and the next time we're gonna read our favorite. Yeah. So be funny. Or oh wait, don't even no, bother. we won't because they won't <laughs> like have heard it. Now. We'll, <laughs> Sorry, guys. We'll I don't really understand the world of podcasting, but that we'll respond to you. Idea. Sorry. No, but yeah, tell us your favorite part of this episode. Is that what you meant, Noah? Yeah, uh, Zuko alone. Um, yeah, do it. Because they, they won't hear it for about five more weeks. So that's fine. <laughs> uh, we'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as always, if you guys have any ideas on what you would like to hear or how we could make this a better experience for you, please let us know. Um, otherwise, you know, stay classy, San Diego. Stay classy, San Diego. And be careful Diego. where you take your cabbages. Oh, my cabbages! <laughs> Is that the close up? That's the sign off. I don't like it. <laughs> no. Little soldier boy, come marching home. Brave soldier boy, comes marching home. <laughs>